0: Tonight, from wherever in the world you are listening, the big hand for your host is
1: Ainsley!
2: And welcome to Price Tag Pod, where we attempt to put a price tag on your dignity. I'm your host Ainsley Blakely May, and I'm joined by my guest for this evening. I'm super happy to have this guest on tonight. He's been a good friend of mine for many, many years. Uh, in fact, if I was to describe what it's like to be this man's friend. I'd say it's a lot like picking up warm shit on a cold winter morning. It's not exactly pleasant, but it is surprisingly refreshing. Ladies and gentlemen, the most unrecognized musical talent in the whole of Cornwall, Mr. TS92 himself, is
1: Tristan Smith. What's up, buddy?
0: Hello. Thank you for having me. It does signal slightly cut out then, but (laughs) I did get you in the end. (laughs) I'm flattered about the uh, the, the music, what you said.
2: Most unrecognized. I think it's extremely true.
0: Yes. Um I, I, uh, that means a lot. Yep. Yeah.
2: That's basically like yeah. saying you blend into the crowd.
0: Yes. Uh not sure about whether I'm like a warm shit on a winter's day, but um, you know.
2: <laughs> I meant to say I meant to say dog
0: shit. Oh, well, I mean who doesn't like dog shit?
2: Yeah, I was meant to say dog shit because obviously you pick it up. and I mean, it's a warm if it's a cold winter's morning and you're picking up warm dog shit, it's it is refreshing. I realise without, yeah, that... without the word without word dog in that sentence, it actually doesn't make any sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a weird feeling picking up shit with a bag. Yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's like it's cold. This is warm. I shouldn't really be enjoying this, but I am.
2: Yeah, it's not exactly pleasant, but it is surprisingly refreshing.
0: <laughs> Too true. Too Are you true.
2: Excited to play here, Mr. Tristan.
0: Yes, and mildly nervous about your questions.
2: Good. Um, yeah, so we normally do this in dollars but I've converted it to pounds and I've deleted the dollar number so now we can't go back to dollars. Um, so they are very specific sums of money. Oh, very nice. So, so don't don't be like, where the fuck did you get that? It's like a direct um, translation. And do you and-
0: do you give me the money afterwards, right?
2: No, no. You do not want to do the tasks I've set in front
0: of you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I guess we'll find that out.
2: And without foreshadowing, the £7.50 Tristan... Would you have a water gun fight with me, except my water gun is full of piss?
0: Oh. For £7.50? Yeah. Is it your piss?
2: Um, it can be yours if you want. What, what's your favourite kind of piss?
0: Um, I, I don't really have a particular flavour. Um, but... <laughs> um, like, so... My piss would probably be less bad because it's my piss, but also it's still piss. Yeah. You know, it's like everybody pisses in the shower. They just don't admit it.
2: But the thing is, if it was anyone else's piss but yours, you would be mad specifically at that person, you know?
0: Yeah, like, I mean, mean, even if you filled your water pistol with somebody else's piss and sprayed me with it, I would be more angry at them for providing (laughs) the piss. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> they had to put it into a bottle and I have to fasten it over maybe some of it spills on my hands so then I'm also to so like now I've got like, the shit too
0: like, <laughs> like it's, it actually sounds more difficult for you to get the piss <laughs> than for me to get the piss sprayed on me at this point
2: point. and I mean it might not even hit you we don't know like how good my aim is <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so what? what is my water pistol filled with? just water just water yeah I just get water and you get the, the yellow golden fun. Yeah. Do I get to shower directly afterwards?
2: Um yeah. We're in a park, so you have to walk home. We're like in it feels like a gay old time outside in Kimberly
0: Park. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> You go home, what have you been doing today, son? Oh, we sprayed piss at each other. <laughs> Big K. <laughs> it's like the in betweeners so, episode that never yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, for 750, I'll say yes.
2: How about six pounds?
0: Mm. Oh, six pounds to get sprayed with piss.
2: 650?
0: 625. Okay, 625. I feel like I gave up too easily then, but <laughs> it's only a bit of piss. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, the piss will come up in the shower, but the memories will haunt you for life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Haunted by a golden shower. <laughs>
1: Just that's a song it,
0: title that's that's my next album actually
2: we're <laughs> just waking up screaming in the middle of the night ah, 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 Tristan what's wrong oh golden shower
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I really want to find a Chinese restaurant called golden shower
2: I wouldn't trust their fortune cookies
0: <laughs> no no
2: definitely not no <laughs> open up oh piss everywhere how did he get it
0: in the cookies
2: <laughs> i was um this was ridiculous i was like my dog um i think today he let a little bit of piss out on the floor so i wiped it up with um a wet wipe and before i threw it away my girlfriend was like can you can you do something in the kitchen i was like yeah hang on i going to throw away this pissy tissue i was like pissy tissue that's a great <laughs> band name
0: that is that's like uh you've heard the punk band piss jeans haven't you yeah
2: pissy yeah, tissue. yeah that's-
0: pissy tissue
2: <laughs> the next question tristan is another um self-deprecating question which resolves another kind of um excrement um 18 pounds 80 tristan, <coughs> if you pick up human shit with your bare hands squeeze it like play-doh but you can't wash your hands for 30 minutes
0: for 30 minutes
2: <laughs> that's the part you zone in on <laughs> 30
1: minutes <laughs>
0: that's the point that. 30 minutes not washing my hand I mean, I was actually asked to clean up human shit once.
2: <laughs> it, w- it wasn't by the person who took a shit, was it?
0: <laughs> no, no, it was it was it was was by by my boss and I was like, I- I'm not doing that. You pay me to wash dishes, not pick up fecal matter. <laughs> and I think he was really surprised at my response because I was like, nope, not happening for eighteen pounds to pick up human shit and play squeeze it like it's play-doh
2: play-doh not plato yeah
0: not plato i mean that would get greek wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> do you know who shit it is me or you no i mean do you know who shit it is
2: um i get. i guess i'm the supplier so i don't know what how would you like oh, it
0: <laughs> medium rare uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a bit runny actually um <laughs> maybe you should have the shit well done um
2: it's tough. I mean, I guess if you squeeze a, a well-done one, it would crumble.
0: Yeah, that's true. If it was slightly harder, you know, it might not, you know, it might be one of those those poos where the person barely had to wipe. <laughs> 18 pounds of Play-Doh poo. That's a children's set nobody should buy their child. child no. to be honest. <laughs>
2: well, that's what happens when you mix um, Play-Doh together. You end up getting brown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why does that sound so much weirder than it should? <laughs> 30 minutes. Which hand, though?
2: Which one would you like? I actually had hands written down, but I guess you can just use one.
0: If I had to, I would use my left hand because I'm right-handed.
2: How about for £15, I allow you to wear, like, shitty disposable gloves and you have to use both hands.
0: But I can't take the gloves off for half an hour.
2: No, your gloves might rip. They're not very good quality.
0: I don't have to hold the shit for half an hour, I just have to pick it up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you do with your time? Like you just go to
0: the supermarket. <laughs> well, I mean I mean you I mean if you're gonna do it, you're gonna go, wow, this is a great shit. <laughs> <laughs> for I just wanna watch okay. you for half an hour holding boot looking awkward. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> what were you doing today? I was holding poop. Um,
2: <laughs> 16, I'll give you.
0: I guess with gloves, 16 pounds. Yes. I'll do it for 16 pounds. Yeah. You're obsessed with piss and poo, by the way.
2: Only for now. I think it's different.
0: <laughs> it's just your fad at the minute. <laughs> uh,
2: I try to start the questions like a little silly. Um, and for some reason, fecal matter and food is like what people can relate to because everyone eats, everyone shits.
0: I mean, that's where jokes started, I would imagine.
2: Yeah. In the toilet.
0: First caveman joke was like, I make poo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I imagine that was probably the first joke.
2: I think someone slipped on a banana peel. I think that was the first.
0: Oh, that could have been. Yeah. Uh,
2: so you're a big sci-fi fan, right? Um, we yes. actually have a, We actually have a project together regarding that. But like, when did you first fall in love with sci-fi?
0: Um, oh God, I think sort of the my first exposure to sci-fi would probably be about six, six years old when I was okay. ill from school and my dad showed me Star Wars, which I guess is sci-fi fantasy, but I think that was the kicking off point. You know, stuff like Alien, Star Trek, I mean, Battlestar Galactica as well, which is the remake series. I'm still yet to watch the original 70s series, but.
2: Oh, that would be fun.
0: Yeah, I, I think I watched 20 minutes of it and I was like, I, I, I can't do this right now. I, I really can't. <laughs> because but, um, you need
2: to really focus on it?
0: or uh, Because it's so bad. Um, okay. <laughs> it's just like the remake was so good compared to the uh, the original. But I mean, without the original, there wouldn't be the remake. And now I'm just talking about Battlestar Galactica. But
1: yeah,
0: um, yeah sci-fi has always sort of been... I think it, there's something about the unknown, which is really fun in sci-fi as well.
2: I've been watching X Files and it's really entertaining. Um, and oh, X Files f- is great. N- like what? Like because it's filmed in the nineties, there's a lot of actors that just aren't like famous yet. Jack Black was in an episode, and I was like, oh my god, he's so, so teenage-y, teenage-y and like young.
0: I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, I'm a- really bad. I haven't watched a load of X Files episodes. I've seen like probably maybe twelve episodes.
2: And uh, Hank from um, Breaking Bad, what's his name? Dean Norris was in one episode.
0: Oh, wow.
2: It's just like loads of good actors that uh, I was like, shit, he's in there. And, yeah, I would I would watch it all if I was you, wouldn't you get the chance?
0: Yeah, I mean, as, as a sci-fi fan who hasn't watched it all, it's probably not great, but...
2: £37.50, Tristan. You can only speak in sci-fi quotes for two weeks.
0: I- I thought these questions were going to be hard, but I mean, that's, <laughs> so what, like, is it specific sci-fi or just, you know?
2: Imagine you have an entire Wikipedia of sci-fi in your head or more so than you do now. Yeah. You, you're like, you, let say you're at work and you're by the friars and um, you have to like blanch the fries and you're just like, engage.
0: <laughs> oh, like.
2: You have to use quotes from sci-fi. You can't speak normal anymore.
0: I mean that does sound, but you know, ironically, as you've said this, I I can't remember any sci-fi quotes at all.
2: It's tough, isn't it?
0: It is when when someone says you can only do this, and you're like, wait, what is that?
2: Yeah, but imagine you have like an encyclopedia. The truth is out there.
0: Oh, that does. <laughs> so I could just be, you know, casually. Have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis? You know. Just yeah
2: you're waiting a table and they're kind of like so what do you recommend i recommend the plague it's
0: like you've got an empty restaurant it's a quiet day one table comes in and another and you just turn into the viceroy from the phantom menace you're like this is getting out of hand now there are two of them
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's your life for two weeks weeks.
0: i mean two weeks isn't that long i mean to do that I mean, I think people get pretty vexed at me for for the amount of quotes I do at the minute. Yeah, I could do that for 37.50. Could you do it for 30? Yes,
2: I could do it for 30. Can you do it for
0: 25? (laughs) Oh, this is bad. Yeah, I I could definitely probably do that for 25.
2: I'm giving you 25
0: i think you could add an extra week as well
2: all right take it three weeks three weeks 25 <laughs> i don't mind it
0: that's <laughs> three like a weeks pound a day isn't it yeah i mean Somewhere you know you're now. making profit and you know you're becoming nerdier by the day 25 pounds three weeks make it so is that a quote i mean you said engage earlier it's captain okay. picard
2: okay you know i've not watched any of these things I just like side. I know, it's why it's weird. Any I was
0: idea. like, do I just start randomly quoting things? Because I mean he's not gonna know what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, you're a waiter. Um uh, we haven't spoken much about the food industry, which is surprising. Um, but you prefer to wait than actually to cook?
0: Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean I think as much as I like to not admit it, I'm probably more of a people person. Kitchen work is extremely stressful sometimes.
2: I mean you did bartending too slightly, I think, in Membley, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I worked on the on, on the bar there for like I think a year and a half.
2: Mm. I found most of my bartending friends to be like really not good at being center of attention, like they're quite nerdy and outcasty. Um and they tend to make the best bartenders because they're not trying to be center of attention, but they are entertaining yeah. and like when people approach us, we are fun and funny, but like we in a crowd get lost.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think sort of. Crowd dynamics still freaks me out a little bit. Like I I as, as someone who loves going to gigs, sort of going off topic, going to gigs is great, but also I hate the crowds.
2: You just don't like that many people, or you just don't like being amongst a lot, like
0: I don't know. It feels like uh you know, like the smell, the bumping into each other, the the, the noise. It's kind of like a sen- uh sensory like sort of overload.
2: Yeah. Like I've been to a lot of like different parties and stuff here in Sweden. And if you're like the only person in a crowd of like more than I say like 10 or 20, and you're the only person who doesn't know how to speak the language, you can feel so outcasted, like completely removed from everything. And that's yeah. what I, that's what the thing I don't like about crowds, the, the conversation is moving so fast and like, you don't get a chance to kind of like get your say in. I don't like that as a
0: No, it's like you can, you can be surrounded by people and still feel alone.
2: I think you're more alone then because you are yeah. kind of relating it to around you. Like if you're alone in your house, like, well. At least I'm alone by myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, nobody's bothering me or pushing me, so... Yeah,
2: there's no social pressure when it's just
0: you... But... No, it's like, it's like, try being at the front of a gig and not moshing. You sort of just get pushed into it. Like, yeah. you sort of have to. You can't be at the front and not start pushing people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> £75, Tristan. When serving a guest, you trip on purpose and spill everything over them, and they know you did it on purpose.
0: I have actually dropped food on someone before. Um <laughs> On purpose? Not on purpose. Never on purpose. Um, seventy-five pounds. What has the person done to deserve it? <laughs>
2: I knew you'd ask that.
0: That's the question, really.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's just the generic person that comes into restaurants and like doesn't really respect the staff as much. Not not loads. I think I, I can't make him too much of like an asshole because then you will be given like you would be seen as a martyr. I don't want to make you a martyr here. Uh, I just wanted to make you a bit of an asshole it's a good story to tell though isn't it
0: <laughs> it is <laughs> I mean uh, I just hope uh, no- nobody from my work listens to this uh... <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey why are you upset oh I got fired for being honest um... <laughs> um, 75 pounds to purposely see they like for me they, w- they would have to do something really bad for me to want to do that to someone yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I could do it to be honest. Mm. I feel like you think I would be able to do it, though.
2: Not really, I know you have some conscience. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, I can always like, uh, like dealing with bad customers as part of the job, and it's something you sort of train yourself to get good at. Yeah. So, I mean, I, like, you can, I can deal with a lot of different situations.
2: How about the person is? A member of a political party that you don't approve of, or like is a part of like a maybe a right wing conspiracy theory, or like you know, his beliefs don't match up with yours.
0: If you just say anti vaxxer, then I would do it for free.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I can't do that much.
0: No, how about about a flat earther? Oh, I see that's the funny thing is I enjoy dumb people too much. Because it sounds bad but they make me feel better about myself so I mean without the flat earthers I wouldn't have someone to laugh at
2: I just love the idea that you'd spit it all over him and then he'd be like what the fuck I was like well yeah sorry the plate was too flat <laughs> just like <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, okay that that makes it more worth it like you, then you just say sorry gravity or something you know <laughs> just to wind them up even more or something <laughs>
2: yeah okay it's just how about it's just uh, a guy and his like wife out to dinner he's a flat earther and he's spouting these like conspiracy theories Seven. okay let's say £85
0: and he's a flat earther I could yeah I think for £85 just, just for the the jokes
2: can I get down to £81.50 £84
0: £83.5 we can go at 83 pounds half.
2: I have. Uh, I mean, I had a flat Earth a friend. He um, was really fun to talk to.
1: I him. like
0: how you specified had. Though.
2: Yeah, we didn't argue or anything. It's just he went and worked somewhere else, and then I worked somewhere else, and life takes its course.
0: Yeah, right? no, I mean that happens a lot. Yeah, I mean I I like I don't really have an issue with anybody believing anything you know within reason. I guess you know common sense is a, is a is a thing I believe in a lot more than anything else. Yeah, I'm babbling. You should continue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like when you see um, like a wet floor sign, or like um, this this surface is hot. I, I think they should just get rid of those signs and just like let people work it out for themselves. I,
0: I can't remember what comedian is. I think he's an Australian comedian. He said in Amsterdam they don't have railings by the um, the rivers, like because people know to just not walk over. I think Steve he's, Hughes, right? Steve Hughes, yeah, yeah. And he was like, you come to England, there's a sign <laughs> so. Don't go over the railing. Yeah, like I mean, you can see the railing. Like <laughs> it's like it's like it's like people think, oh, there's a railing. I'm, go- I'm gonna I'm gonna go and climb that.
2: Yes, yeah, for the climbing. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> why else would it be there?
0: Clearly, this is just an adult jungle gym.
2: Oh, they want me on the <laughs> other side. That's the thing. I'm on oh. the wrong side. One question I ask uh, guests when they fill out a form is um, normally about food and what they dislike with food. The most Mm. common dislike is Brussels sprouts, but the second most common one is actually raw tomatoes, uh, which is yours. Really? Yeah. I I don't get it. I think, because I like flavour. The thing is, that's not even really a flavour. That's just like a, it's not as much of a flavor as it needs to be. It's like too much water. And they're
0: quite, like, they can be very acidic. But I think on on, on your question, I put like, on their own, I, I really don't understand people that can just eat a tomato on their own. Like, people that eat cherry tomatoes. Uh,
2: they should be locked in a cage.
0: Yeah, I mean, that is ultimately where they belong. <laughs> Go
2: back <laughs> to Animal king- Kingdom, you filthy swine.
0: It's like, you know, they're fine in, like, a burger raw or a salad, but... You're
2: literally talking to a vegan about not eating raw tomatoes.
0: Do you eat raw tomatoes? No, I don't. See? And you're yeah, a vegan.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I- I'll have them in a salad, but, like, I even then I'm sceptical. I'm like, oh... It has to be wrapped up in something. I can't just put it on my fork and put it in my mouth. I'm like, oh, I'm not an animal. I'm
0: I'm pretty sure I know people that think vegans just eat, you know, vegetables all separate. (laughs) And that's their diet. And I look at those people, I'm like, wow.
2: Our life is a buffet of many bowls and we just grab.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like like vegans have like, you know, taken over, pick and mix. Yeah. (laughs)
2: £118 Tristan, for one month everything you eat has a raw tomato sitting on top of it, and you have to eat it.
0: Wait, so it's on everything I eat, but do I have to eat it on its own, or can I mush it into the food?
2: You can mush it in the food, but you probably won't be having any cereal anytime soon. (laughs) Oh, I didn't
0: even think of that. (laughs) Shredded wheat. (laughs) (sighs) Shredded wheat and a tomato. Oh what I mean, it would just be weird meringue, <laughs> right? Ah, oh, that's that's good. I mean, I could have put that. I hate meringue. I mean, I would hate it even more if it had a a fucking raw, raw tomato on it. But... Yeah, <laughs> mm, one hundred. And... But how how big is the tomato? Is it like a a proper tomato or a small tomato? Plum. Oh, so you say that, and it just sounds juicy to me, which is weird, but. I'm trying to think of like the, like something I would eat, you know, cuz I mean you think like you make pasta sauce, you have tomato in that.
2: Yeah. Imagine a pasty. How would you do that? A tomato <laughs> pasty. <laughs> yeah, like you'd have to eat it with a knife and fork, wouldn't you?
0: That's just wrong.
2: Yeah.
0: You can't eat like a, like that's just a pasty with a knife and fork. Have you ever seen someone eat a pasty with a knife and fork? Yes, I have. I actually think this has made me more angry than the tomato. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I totally forgot to use passy
0: as my question. Why. 180 pounds for how long? 188 pounds for one month. 100 for one 188 for one month. Every single meal. Yeah. So like even if I'm eating a snack, so even if, like I'm eating a packet of crisps, I have to have a tomato with it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was thinking of Snickers for some reason oh Jesus <laughs> how about you get one snack a day tomato free
0: one tomato free snack a day
2: you get ketchup flavoured crisps <laughs> such a waste of a snack
0: yeah like one snack a day but it still has to be tomato flavoured
2: no you can, have, you can have your Snickers it's fine
0: how do you know I eat Snickers where did this come from
2: I don't know. You look like a Snickers man.
0: I'm, I'm, Um. I mean, I did eat a Snickers the other day. You are actually that's quite the right. But lo- Lion Bars, that's where it's at. Yeah. Ah. That was my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was asking for a Lion Bar, like <laughs> 188 pounds. Like I just like right now I can't even comprehend like putting like an a, a tomato on top of a pizza, like as an extra bit, like as in a full tomato on top of a pizza. How
2: about, uh, yeah, I mean, you can cut it in half, cut
0: and we'll squeeze that it over a, it. That
2: sounds like I'm trying to help you here.
0: <laughs> it, it sounds like you're trying to help rather than hinder. <laughs> you can cut it, you can eat it throughout the day, have slices <laughs> just the see. So. <laughs> have a slice of misery. Enjoy
2: <laughs> eating tomatoes. For lots of men.
0: I mean, <laughs> oh, it's the room of many tomatoes. That this is the wrong room. <laughs> I guess, like, for 188 pounds, like, I could do that. Like, it's not the worst thing in the world, is it? I don't think so. <laughs> like, I mean, and after like a month, you'd probably be alright with it. You'd probably get used to it. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that for 188.
2: 175.
0: It's not even that much of a difference when I'm questioning myself again. (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah, I could probably do it for 175. All
2: right, let's call it that. It's funny, some of these questions you don't think it's going to be tough, but then when you start to really implicate in your day to day life, like your routines, like, yeah, got kind of cornflakes now. Oh, I I mean, I, I,
0: the whole time we've been talking, I'm still thinking about picking up that shit. So
2: yeah, that was a raw tomato on it.
0: I have to eat this shit. <laughs> no, that's
2: question number five.
0: <laughs> oh <Yeah>. shit. <laughs>
2: um, do you remember the first time you ever heard Slipknot? Um, what song was it?
0: Um, I was 14, and it was Psychosocial. I saw the music video. Me too. And actually, if I'm honest, the first time I heard it, I didn't like it because I was at that time. I was just listening to pop punk stuff, you know, Green Day. And then I think it wasn't until I was like 16. I bought their first album and I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, I remember the summer
2: as a summer when like you were playing them all the time.
0: Yeah. Like I just couldn't stop it. There was something mesmeric about listening to it. It was like dark. It's it's like brutally beautiful, and I I don't find a lot of people understand that. Like they like people that don't listen to metal, they hear it and they're like, "Oh, that's just a noise." And I was like, "But you know, you listen to it weirdly. You listen to it at a lower volume. You can hear things in it you wouldn't normally hear. Same as if you blasted it, you can hear things you don't hear when you listen to it quietly."
2: I, I'm amazed by the just like the the different rhythms within one song and different snare patterns and
0: yeah, it's like there's that sort of um.
2: Military drum,
0: yeah, and with the extra percussion from Clown and um, what a new guy's called Tortilla Man. Um, oh wow! <laughs> but uh, it's like it, there's something tribal about it, which is sort of, you know, sort of in a weird way makes you feel like a Neanderthal, but not.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it, um, it kind of brings that out in you, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, and and I think I I think their music taps into that for me.
1: Yeah,
0: like if I'm having a bad day or I'm not feeling right that music although it's extremely angry can take me right out of that mood and lift my spirits for something so dark i mean i saw slipknot last year um in cardiff it was honestly one of the best gigs i've ever been to right at the front in which is weird because i spoke about not liking being in crowds i think that's that's the one time i've actually enjoyed that experience of being with people and sharing that experience yeah and it was the second time I'd seen him, but I mean, the first time I'd seen him, I was sitting right at the back of the Barclay Card Arena in Birmingham, and it just wasn't the same experience as being dead centre, sort of, this is happening, I'm ready.
2: £376, Tristan. You can never listen to your top five Slipknot tracks again. Ever? No.
0: I mean, that... i I don't know if i could do that that's like i mean i would still have all the other albums but not the top five (laughs) well
2: how about i mean i was trying to think about how to word this i I could easily say like the top five slipknot tracks never existed but then you don't know what you're missing out on
0: that's true i would never have known and my top five would be completely different I mean, I got my, I think in November I got from Spotify the uh, your most played songs, and I think the top five tracks were Slipknot songs. Yeah, I'm actually going to look at my Spotify now and find out what they are.
2: Yeah, do it. <laughs> Name the first five Slipknot tracks, and those are the ones you can't listen to anymore. I
0: have to find this. I should have done this before. I didn't know you were going to be this horrible to me. I mean, we're friends.
2: <laughs> I know your weaknesses, that's why.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to cry. I am a strong man, I swear. <laughs> Actually, a lot of them are from the new album. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it would be Nero Forte, Birth of the Cruel, Red Flag, Unsainted, and Death Because of Death. So actually, none of the old material.
2: No, it has to be your top five overall time, I think. I feel that maybe I've very much undersold you here. I think I can give you £400, and we'll call it top three tracks.
0: I can give you the top five that I added to a playlist. It would probably be Unsainted, Duality, All Out Life, The Devil and I, and The Weight of Firth. Okay. What did you change it to? £400 for what? £400 and
2: we'll say three songs instead of five. Three instead
0: of five. That is... I love how I'm fine with picking up shit, giving up three songs that I can't do. it. <laughs>
2: normally if it becomes too much of an issue i say do you want to like do it for um the next 20
0: years next 20 years so i would be i'd be 48 before i could listen to them again well yeah. in, a, in a weird way that would probably be better because then you wait 20 years and you can hear them again and you have that memory of hearing them before and you finally hear them again that would probably be pretty cool
2: Sounds like edging, but musically. Just get yourself close (laughs) by listening to other songs which are similar. And then after 20 years, you bust out. Hi,
0: welcome to musical edging. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm just trying to make it better for myself. Like, like trying to put a positive spin on a negative thing. After. For 20 years, I think... I mean they're guaranteed to have more music out which you're not including in in that so yeah. give
2: me a price then 20 years top 3 tracks 400 is what I have
0: 500 pounds
2: 475
0: I'm already a little bit upset thinking about it to be honest Um.
2: (laughs) 480 then have a five. Okay. Have a beer from me.
0: 480. Okay, I guess I could give up free... They have to be my favourite songs, so... though. Yeah. I I guess I could. Okay. For 480. For 20 years, though.
2: Yes, 20 years, 480.
0: Deal. Okay, I mean, the people in those 20 years are going to... Afterwards are going to hate me for just keeping them on repeat, though. but.
2: Yeah, the songs you picked really surprised me. I mean, that, I'm used to... It's hard because I haven't listened to that one in a very long time. But for me, it would have been like Pulse of the Maggots. Yeah, resurfacing, uh, Bit right. Slap actually.
0: Oh, from the 97, 95. Main
2: feed kill repeat. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. A I really mean, really good album. It's a it's a really interesting album. Yeah, it's nothing like how they sound now though. No, like at all. Yeah, I mean, I love the little jazz influences in that album. It's really fun.
2: Um, how's your pain threshold? Because I want to remember that you can handle pain really well.
0: Me, you remembered I can handle, um, I mean, I came off my motorbike two years ago, uh, doing, doing about 30 miles an hour and just, just stood up.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: I just, I, I, I flew off the handlebars and I was like, Hey, I'm sliding now.
2: <laughs> well, that's a development.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. It was, it, it was almost like, it was almost like a Peter Griffin moment. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> and then I just sort of stood up and I was like oh, I'm okay I'm, I'm good the guy came over helped me pick my bike up and um it wasn't till the next day I'd like slept didn't feel any pain and I just I was laying flat all night went up and everything hurt where I'd slammed oh. on the concrete <laughs> that I just was like oh my chest
2: yeah I think this question isn't anywhere near um, a motorcycle accident if that's what you <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've probably given you something worse. So.
2: 700 pounds. Get dead. <laughs>
0: Get... Well, okay then.
2: 752 pounds, Christian. Yeah. Stub your toe twice a month for a year.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I mean, I'd probably do that anyway.
2: <laughs> that is really annoying, isn't
0: it? <laughs> I mean, it is. It's like. It's like actually stubbing my toe would probably hurt more than flying off the motorbike. To be honest,
2: maybe I just get angry at myself and just everything around me. It just that's when you see the angriest in me is when I do stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of, you kind of just go for every swear word under the sun in that moment. I mean, I
2: read like this was a while ago, but I think they said the average person breaks their small toe three times a year because yeah. it's so used to being broken, it just fixes itself. <laughs>
0: So I heard I it, we are flawed creatures, aren't we? <laughs>
2: so my toe looks like this, you know, just, it's
0: just like the claw <laughs> outwards. Just like, just do it to freak somebody else. Like, look at my toe.
2: <laughs> hey, could you pick up that one penny? Yeah, gladly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: This reminds me of a scary movie for some reason. <laughs> Take my strong toe. <laughs> <laughs> 752
2: pounds. Dub your toe twice a month for a year. Would you do it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. That's that. Twice a month for a year. Yeah. Yeah, that's not too bad.
2: If I give you 600 pounds, that would be um, 50 pounds a month, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would still be getting. I mean, fifty pounds a month is—that's my council tax paid for almost. And
2: that's once. So that's twenty-five pounds every time you do a toe.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's more than I get an hour. I mean, so that's pretty good. Okay,
2: I'm dropping you down to five hundred and fifty-two
0: pounds. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> you can haggle. <laughs> I know I can haggle It's just I haven't called you a dick in so long um... <laughs> um... I mean yeah I guess I could I mean I'd still be getting paid Just for a slight amount of pain I mean it is more than that But I mean it could be so much worse Could have been five years Yeah it could have been five years You're only giving me a year of stubbing my toe Yeah, but
2: how far... It's going to be the same toe every time.
0: I mean, eventually I'd just break it and wouldn't be able to do it every month.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, we're calling that 552 then. Deal. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, we can do that, yeah. I'm not getting you down any further. I'll start today.
2: (laughs) So we're going to take a quick ad break here. Uh, We have four questions coming up. Tristan's done extremely badly so far. I seem to have haggled him down very, very far. And yeah, we have a lot more to dive into. I've got his deepest darkest fear coming up later on after these commercial breaks
1: Accomplishment, everything just based on lies We you could learn something if you're credible, but things mounted paralyzed You're just a real parasite You're just a real parasite You're just a real parasite You're just a real parasite
0: And we are back. Tristan, have you enjoyed yourself thus far? I have. This has been fun and mildly nerve wracking because I've never been interviewed before. So it's a bit of a weird experience.
2: It's a good practice. I mean, I don't think Letterman or Conan would ever. No, <laughs> I
0: mean, Conan would be fun. That's the dream. <laughs> he is, actually. Yeah, I think out of every American talk show host, he's the one I like the most.
2: Me too. I really, I used to love Jimmy Fallon, and then now I just don't really like him at all. Oh,
0: God. No, I saw something he did the other day and I was like who is this man now? And I was watching cuz now he doesn't have an audience. And he's almost, Oh yeah, well, it's
2: it's really It's awkward. creepy,
0: isn't it? It's really yeah. odd. I was watching Russell Howard the other day and he has no audience now for good, for good news. That's also creepy. Okay. This <laughs> is <just> not funny. <laughs> some
2: people are doing great. Conan O'Brien is doing amazingly well still because like, he is just funny anyway cuz he's I all- mean he
0: he used to write for the Simpsons as well. Like he he is a funny guy
2: he's organically awkward too and it doesn't like <clears throat> it always feels like these talk to hosts that just kind of tell an obvious joke and because there's no laugh track behind them they just like fall flat it's like yeah big bang Theory. like if there's no laughing track it just doesn't work but conan yeah. conan just pulls it off
0: so well compared to the rest yeah i think he's he's got a charisma about him that the others don't
2: anyway tristan um you, you, you wrote about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Is that like your biggest love or
0: what? Uh, so I started watching Buffy when I was, it came out in 97. So I mean, I probably would have been about eight when I started watching it.
2: A big part of your and
0: life. I, yeah, I would, I would say so. Um, like she was a strong female character I grew up watching as a kid. And like when, I, when I was younger, when I was a kid, she was my hero.
2: I had Sabrina the Teenage Witch.
0: I think I win this round. <laughs>
2: yeah, you, you really win.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I mean, I, I, uh, I just started re-watching it as well. So, I mean, I think that's why in your question, I was like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> I couldn't not bring it up. Like One of the first recorded I,
2: um, demos I ever heard of yours was Buffy the Vampire Slayer cover.
0: Oh, was it? Yeah, which we, we've even played live, I think, before. I think we did. I remember <laughs> that. That was like, I was like, fuck it, let's just play the Buffy theme. <laughs> I remember, yeah, we did do that. That was fun.
2: And then I think we um, bridged into Inspector Gadget. It was just a real fun.
0: Yeah, we used to just do weird stuff. I mean, we were like, the, we were the least professional musicians on the planet, probably. Yeah. it was like, does this work? Like. Yeah, why not? Why can't it work?
2: Like, why don't we just mix Inspector Gadget with Buffy and Adele's hello? That will work fine.
0: I remember when we did hello and like halfway through I forgot the lyrics. Yep. Yeah.
2: You just guys so screaming just kept- hello at people.
0: So- <laughs> yes. it's, like, it's like hello from the outside. <laughs> I think because that's I don't I, I'm cold. I still don't know the words. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, I think uh, Buffy is probably my favourite TV show ever.
2: Good. So, Tristan, for £18,800, from this point onwards, Buffy the Vampire Slayer doesn't exist.
0: Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Your memories do.
0: My memories of it do. I mean... Oh. This is honestly the hardest question because there is a musical episode of Buffy called Once More With Feeling. I'm bad enough that I own the vinyl of that album and all of the music. (laughs) I literally go to sleep sometimes. I think, ah, what do I listen to? I was like, Once More With Feeling, that'll do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I guess the album will still exist, but there's no like relations to a series for it.
0: So the album will exist and I'll have all my memory. I mean, that is still like a I mean, I, I literally watched Buffy last night.
2: Yeah, well that, not anymore.
0: That, that, that's well, I mean, when this comes out, I probably won't have watched Buffy the night before, but you know you might have, yeah. <laughs> I might have, who knows? I mean, I'm sad enough to keep re-watching it, but oh. it just never exists. No. That sounds like a horrible reality to live in.
2: You you say that, but like you're talking to a guy that dug out his N64 not that long ago, and everything is shit. But (laughs) it's not shit in my head. You know, playing N64 is still one of my favorite games of all time. And uh, the the Legend of Zelda, Twilight Twilight Princess, Ocarina of Time, like they're still solid, but they're just not as good as I remember them to be. So part of me wishes that I got this question for, I don't Mm. know.
0: Is it like it's like that thing of you you look at stuff, is it free rose tinted glasses? Is that the thing? Or I guess so. I, I, I forget the phrase. I'm I'm not really good with phrases unless they're from Family Guy. Um <laughs> it's like you you have that thing, you love something, and then you go back and you're like, Oh, this is actually a bit crap. Buffy is the only thing I've never had that with. Yeah. Like I can always go back to it and have that that same love for it that I had when I was... This is weirdly me just like spouting a love letter to Buffy the Vampire Slayer right now, isn't it? That's okay. It's gone to a weird level of nerd. (laughs) 18,800. I... I honestly couldn't.
2: 25,000?
0: No, this is I, this is such a dumb thing, but I honestly couldn't not watch it again. Fifteen thousand for twenty years, but it still exists
2: was the second you turn 50, it, um, this is this, like, you know when you're streaming, you're saying, like, Netflix just, like, stops streaming your thing? Yeah. Yeah, as soon as you turn 50, it's back on streaming platforms and you can watch it again. But until then, it's, like, it doesn't exist.
0: I mean, this is really bad. I mean, I rewatched it all last year. (laughs) I'm watching it again now. (laughs) Uh...
2: So from this point onwards, it officially doesn't exist. No one that you can, no one knows about it. You try to talk to people about them, like I don't know what that is. And then when you turn 50, it comes back on um, the show again, and people remember it from. Yeah.
0: But I still have the the album of that one episode.
2: Yeah, and the memories
1: for 15,000.
0: Okay. For 20 years. Uh, when you turned 50, so it was a uh, 20. So 22 years, yeah. Uh, no I
2: just have this funny vision of like you more bold than you are now just clutching the vampire like like LP with tears (laughs) the last DVD
0: just like no
2: (laughs) (laughs) 50 year old Tristan with a tear coming down his forehead just like (laughs) Uh,
0: I have a lot of forehead now that I didn't have a few years ago (laughs) you have like a six head now hey it's just a one head um
2: (laughs) um okay how about when you when you turn 40 then
0: so 11 12 years 12 years for how much
2: I was going to say 15,000 but if it's 12 years we'll call it 12,000 so 1,000 a year
0: 12 years you might have to go up on this one
2: 20,000 20,000 20,012 years. 22. 22
0: it is. I really like Buffy, apparently.
2: (laughs) If you didn't know already, you do now. So this is a new question I actually added to my form. You're the first person to fill this one out. I asked you who was your most disliked character. Something along those Mm. lines. Do you remember who you said? I think I said Piers Morgan. You did? And literally that day he stormed off TMB. Yeah. That day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know about that. I like, it sounds really weird. I spent an hour looking at that form just on the person I dislike the most. Yeah. And I actually ended up going on YouTube and being like, okay, I find people I hate because you tend to avoid people you don't like.
2: Yeah, well, most people do.
0: Yeah, and I just I just remembered like that 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 man just annoys the living shit out of me. Like, but I thought, yeah, yeah, he did. He didn't he quit as well.
2: Yeah, he's resigned. Yeah. But apparently I think it's two on two hundred million pounds of the ITV have lost because of that. Wow. I know he's worth a lot because he brings a lot of viewers in because he has opinions yeah. and people love to hear people like to hate, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean in, in, in a weird way, sort of... He, he's somebody I do dislike, but, I mean, I wouldn't not have a conversation with him. I
2: would love to talk with him, actually. I mean, I
0: disagree with many of the things he says, but, I mean, I think if, you, like, if you're not open to talking to somebody you disagree with, then you're doing something wrong.
2: To me, it's not even... It wouldn't even be about his opinions and his ideas. It's just him as a human being. I think that's yeah, the like, person you're... That's what you were trying to say, right? That's what I feel.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, because, I mean... You know, like the entertainment industry, no matter what it is, you're presented with an image. Yeah, It's all crafted and created for you, really, what you look at on the internet.
2: This is a new section of the podcast. You're the first person to experience this. This question has been titled Schrodinger's Cunt, right? <laughs> this is something that... Um... Me and Sylvester came up with. So basically, 37,595 pounds. Whenever you're home, there's a 50 50 chance that Piers Morgan is in that room doing whatever it is you was doing in that room. So, for example, if you open the bathroom door, there's a 50 50 chance he's on the toilet reading the newspaper, taking a shit. It's like, blah, snowflakes, man Meghan Markle, meh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, God. For the More rest like of your any life, bro- any room in your life. For the house, rest of my life. <laughs>
2: you open your bedroom he's there in his fucking uh, pajamas tucked up with a book you know
0: i mean the first thing i can hear is people just saying oh, i don't want to go to Tristan's House, it's a 50/50 chance piers morgan is there yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing i can think of he'd ruin any dinner party <laughs> he would <laughs> like not that i have dinner parties i mean one day but oh
2: how about he's there for like maximum 2 minutes and then he leaves whatever room it is
0: but it'd still be weird.
2: Yeah, you wake up in the morning, you smell like cooked eggs. He's left his dishes and he's fucked off. You know?
0: And he hasn't cooked me breakfast. <laughs>
2: hey, man, it's Piers Morgan. What,
0: what a prick. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, when I was thinking, having a conversation with him, I was thinking, you know, maybe like 20 minutes. Yeah. Or 10. <laughs> the thing is, as I explained, he's
2: only in your life for two minutes at a time. But there's a 50-50 chance he will be whichever
0: door you open. So oh, for two minutes, I mean would I have to talk to him? Not really. So I can I mean, just ignore him. You
2: could just close the door and open it again.
0: <laughs> I mean just... that's
2: true. He'd be gone,
0: you know. Maybe. But just I I would but I'd have to buy a watch, you know, be like, oh it's been two minutes. He should why is he still shitting? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: I just remembered this is a podcast. Nobody will see me pointing at my wrist like I've got a watch on.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is just oddly annoying because I mean, if you're bussing for the for the bathroom and he's there, it's a problem. And I mean,
0: I mean, it'd be inconvenient. Like
2: the yeah, laundry room, and he's to... just like folding his like tidy
0: whiteies. <laughs> <and they're> fucking... <laughs> like, Why are you here? Like <laughs> <laughs> you don't live here, <laughs> Yeah. Piers, we've spoken. Oh, he's gone. It's been two minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like it would oddly be a great comedy show. <laughs> Schrodinger's cunt.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, for fr- 37 grand, did you say?
2: Yeah, 37 and a half, we'll say.
0: 37 and a half. I mean, it, it would almost provide comedic value to my life in a weird way. I mean, it's not like it's Boris Johnson in the house for two minutes. That would be much worse. <laughs> he looks like a man who doesn't wipe. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> I mean, I still can't get over the image of him on that zip line holding flags like some like trashy pinata. Like.
2: <laughs> that was years ago, but it's still funny.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, Piers Morgan is an undeniable douchebag. But I find him oddly hilarious. I mean, I don't like him, but there's something, like if I see a Piers Morgan video, I will inevitably watch it. Yeah, me too. Just because, like, like it, there's something interesting about disliking people.
2: There's a really good uh, Louis C.K. bit where he says, like, for whatever reason, I'll just Google the worst thing I can think of just to see pictures to get myself angry. He's like, big <laughs> black dicks with nails through them.
0: Click. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> oh, want to my- see that. <laughs> I mean, he's a very naughty man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, let's stick to topic. Twenty, thirty-seven yeah. and a half thousand. Would you do it
0: yeah, a, for for the rest of my life? Yeah.
2: Even if Piers Morgan's dead, as how Piers Morgan. <laughs> but is even now. if he's
0: dead, so now he's haunting me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now it's an hallucination.
0: Yeah. Why not? Thirty-seven and a half thousand.
2: Thirty thousand.
0: No. <laughs> Thirty-five. Mm no
2: <laughs> 36 no all right 37 and a half
0: 37 I'm, you're not getting me lower on that because that's a commitment yeah i basically just agreed to marry him slightly and i don't like him
2: for a potential of two minutes like every so often
0: two minutes a day i'm married to pierce morgan
2: not even that because it's every time you open a door i mean you could oh, like... so it
0: could be more you know Unless you live in a I mean, one-bedroom
2: apartment, which I think you would do in this situation, wouldn't you?
0: I mean, I, I think at the minute there's only, like, three doors I actually have to open in this house, so you know, it's not too bad.
2: I haven't decided if, like, it could happen in wardrobes and cupboards and camera. <laughs> a drawer. You open your sock drawer. <laughs>
0: it's just... <What>? A, <laughs> it's, just a, it's like a mini, mini Piers Morgan. Oh, mini racism. Well, How yeah. cute. you? <laughs> Triggered. What? Triggered. I mean, Vegan like... sausage
2: rolls. What a bullshit. <laughs>
0: I mean, he is a dick, isn't he? Right.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think, uh, as you said, if there's anything with Piers Morgan and you will click it and you'll watch it, right?
0: Well, I mean, I, wa- I watched a video of him walking off and then stopped watching it after he left.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen it since, to be honest. But he's actually done an episode on Mike Tyson's podcast, Hot
0: Boxing. Really?
2: Yeah, I haven't finished I haven't watched finished episode yet, but uh, I think that's going to be a good episode. It's like two yeah. of the most different people on the planet, like, <laughs> meeting
0: I might have to listen to that just just for the the, the what factor.
2: (laughs) Uh, Did you read the news about Mumford & Sons?
0: Posh um, farmer folks. No, I did not.
2: Okay. So apparently the banjo player was found uh, showing support for a right-wing conspiracy author and has now been told to leave the band. Oh, Right, he he said uh, it takes a brave man to publish a book you've written good on you, and it was like a conspiracy theorist, anti-antifa kind of book, anti-mask, and it fucking frustrates me because when I tell people I'm a banjo player, people automatically think of hillbilly racists, and I tell them like that's not the case at all. This guy didn't fucking help the message. Like,
0: no, I it would be the banjo player, wouldn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it would. I, I mean, I don't I don't like Mumford and Sons music, but that is um that is a you know, I mean, kicking him out is a bit...
2: I think, I think the word is taking a break.
0: <laughs> taking a break. We Take... were on a break! <laughs> a break! <laughs> what about a time we were on a break? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I mean, if they're not getting on as a band, I understand it. I mean, I saw a thing the other day that um, Tom Morello is friends with Ted Nugent, who is, you know, completely right-wing, and, you know, Tom Morello is, you know, a, a left, left-wing...
2: Yeah, I mean, Zach Delocha, the lead singer of rage and the Machine, is extremely left-wing, and he left wing and he left Rage because they weren't left enough.
0: I mean, I think it's finding that sort of um, that middle ground to actually talk to each other is, is a difficult thing to find nowadays.
2: I know. I've, I have this discussion all the time with people, but uh, £75,190 yeah. you're a well respected famous musician, and then suddenly at the height of your fame, a false story is published that you support Nazi groups.
0: Um wait, so so I have to take the money to to let that happen or not let that happen?
2: So you when you take this money, you're then all of a sudden you're a rising star. You don't know that this is gonna happen, but then a false story is published that you're a Nazi sympathizer. Wow. So you're basically branded as a like a, a right wing nutjob. No matter I mean, that... this is the way that media works, is no matter what you say, people are still gonna think that you
0: yeah, I mean or, I mean, I would completely fight against that if anybody ever said that about me.
2: It just tames your music, doesn't it? Because it's like, I can't listen to Ralph Harris anymore. Yeah. Tie the kangaroo down, sport, tie the kangaroo down.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, the one that did it for me was Two Little Boys Had Two Little Toys. I mean, that, that was sort of ruined. Uh, but I mean, it's weird that you, you say about, you know, I mean, I actually wrote a song when I was at university called Wrapped in a Chamber, and I used part of hitler and not hitler himself but the crowd chanting okay at what he was saying and his responses but the song itself was um about people that are easily led and they just follow a leader because they're great at speaking
2: charismatic
0: yeah yeah so they follow that charismatic leader who they think is presenting hope when really it's terrifying what they're presenting
2: and the scary part is I think after this this published story and that you're supposedly a Nazi, Nazi simplifier all of your gigs from that point onwards is probably yeah. going to be full of like right-wing nutjobs because they think you associate with them.
0: Yeah, I mean I wouldn't take it.
2: It's kind of a career-ending move.
0: Yeah, I mean I'd rather be I'd rather be poor and happy than, you know, be rich from my music. Yeah. than ever have that said about me.
2: I mean, I don't know if you know, but in this podcast, I do allow you to change the question if you want to. So if this is something that you could never do, I'm happy to change the question.
0: Yeah, I think you're definitely going to have to change this yeah, one.
2: I agree. I wouldn't do yeah. that.
0: This got dark real quick, man. Like,
2: yeah, it does eventually. I mean, um, I, get, I, yeah. mean I,
0: I, got, I got really questioned about that song as well until I explained it to my lecturer a bit more. This was before I handed it in as well. He asked me why I was doing it. And once I explained it, he goes, okay, you have a good concept. Just be careful with what you're doing because yeah. it's a sensitive subject you know to to go at that but i i at the time i think i'd been reading about the second world war and you know sort of the horrors of it i mean because i mean you get taught in school here you know but i don't yeah think britain it, side yeah i mean i don't think like when you when you look at it when you're older you see a lot more of how horrific that that whole conflict was
2: it really was okay yeah. let's get silly instead shall we
0: Okay, let's get a silly. <laughs> no more Nazis. <laughs>
2: 75,190 pounds. Whenever you walk in public, someone follows behind you with a trumpet playing the classic fat person walking on the trumpet. You know, bam 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 bam. Everywhere.
0: For life. But I'm not but I'm not fat. No. <laughs> um <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Even at work. Especially at work. Especially at work. Is
2: your fiction and chips,
0: sir? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just imagine the comedic value of it. It's just the thing.
2: It's silly and fun, but I mean, for how long will that be silly and fun?
0: I mean, for the rest of my life, it would probably get a bit. You know, you're at a funeral. You know, <laughs> like... I'm really
2: sorry about your loss. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, for for how much for the rest of my life?
2: Uh, yeah, for seventy five thousand one hundred
0: ninety. Seventy five. I mean, I would have seventy five. Could I hire somebody with that seventy five thousand to kill that person? <laughs> no. Oh. no. I mean, I have gone very quick from you know. I would never do that. to, well, I would hire somebody to kill the trumpet player, or what is it? It's that massive for horn, isn't it? It's
2: yeah, like, it's like a an... tuba.
0: Tuba, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's a tuba. I think.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, in part of it, I'm just thinking I could join in as well while they're doing it. Like maybe it would, maybe it would be so degrading that it would make me fat. Yeah. If he's doing it everywhere, I may as well get bigger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is it the time frame which makes it unfathomable for you?
0: Yeah, it's like the rest of my life. It's I'm on my deathbed saying goodbye to you know. Children, I may or may not have in my life, and I've just got the tuba guy in the back. Well, then you're
2: moving, are you? Well,
0: I mean, I I mean, I mean, he's just there, like, as soon as he moves his hand to, like, you know, say goodbye to his family.
2: Uh, I, the, the, what I like to say at this point is like, up until you're 50, or would you prefer it from when you're 50 onwards? What's worse? Um, I,
0: I mean, I think it would be funnier from sort of, you know, like, maybe like the last five years of my life.
2: No, because then it's funny, then it's not enjoyable for me.
0: Oh, so you're enjoying my torture?
2: Yeah, okay, say from the age of 55 onwards.
0: (laughs) The age of 55 onwards. I could ruin so many people's day. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds horrible, doesn't it? Um... Could have
2: slipped, not concept. (laughs) For whatever reason, you're there at 55.
0: I mean, if I'm 55, I don't know if Slipknot will still be around.
2: i <laughs> like the idea that you give your ticket to the guy at the front gate he's kind of like, excuse me, ticket speeds. Oh, no, he's with me. He's my, he's my backup.
0: But, I mean, he wouldn't be allowed in if he didn't have a ticket, though. <laughs> that would be the one time I could get away from him. You know, unless I have to buy him a ticket for Slipknot as well and he's just going to play the fucking tuba.
2: <laughs> yeah, so from the age of 55 onwards, £75,190.
0: I'd be. A, I mean, fifty-five is is not really that old anymore, is it? Sixty then. Sixty from sixty. No, I'm. mean, fifty-five. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's say from sixty.
2: Yeah. Could you do it for seventy-five thousand?
0: Uh, seventy-four and a half. Okay you're trying to get me down anymore <laughs>
2: it's okay i understand how horrible that question is yeah it's silly I at mean, the beginning not... but then it gets dark
0: <laughs> yeah it gets dark real quick so yeah. you know I'm just still thinking about going to somebody's funeral with a freaking tuba player in the background. <laughs> I
2: just want to be in your house, like, fuck's sake, Piers, you clogged the dishwasher again. <laughs> I, don't know,
0: I don't know, I've got Piers Morgan to deal with because of the things I've agreed to. And then the tuba player as well, just following me, Open the door. It's like, could life get any worse? <laughs>
2: yeah, with shit in your hand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, God. Uh, at least the piss day would probably be over by that point.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, for this last question I'd like to dig into your deepest darkest fears and what you wrote in the questionnaire seems to be a very interesting one so I'd like you to explain to the listeners what it is you're scared of
0: Um, so I think from remembering what I put it would be being locked in a completely white sealed room but you can live in it completely fine but you don't need to eat, drink, sleep or You know, There's no noise or anything, there's nothing for you to do and it's just, there's like a silence that you can't quite escape from, but it feels like noise. It sounds like a really weird thing, but that would be my ultimate sort of fear, it's just being locked in there forever without death.
2: Do you think you'd prefer the trumpet player at that
0: point? I think I probably would prefer the trumpet player at that point. (laughs) (laughs) I would miss the trumpet player at that point. Yeah.
2: I I think it's a rationable fear. I think that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, I had to think about it a lot because I mean I'm like I think at the end, that or spiders. <laughs> but yeah. like you know, it's I mean spiders aren't too bad anymore. I've held a tarantula, you know. I,
2: I kind of get a little anxious and uh scared when my phone dies and I have no idea what the time is anymore. That kind of gives me a bit of a like a yeah. worry. Like just not being where and understanding kind of where you are in, in life, like yeah. in time, and yeah, it's strange.
0: I, I guess it's just like a fear of continuous emptiness.
2: Yeah. This oh, this kind of brought me to the idea of. There's one question i me ask: is like, would you stay in a in a casket for a week? Um, but that's not really the question here. Um, basically, the question is what you just said for a month.
0: For a month
2: so it's self-sustaining there's no like you don't need to eat or sleep or poop or or anything like that you just very you just you're awake yeah for a month in a wide room not aware of the time
0: what month is it february it's february yeah it's 28 days it's not a leap year, is it
2: oh i don't know <laughs> no i'll say 28 days and the the question I normally ask people when the coffin is, uh, would you want a watch or not, or would you want to know the time? Would you want to know the time?
0: No. No, I wouldn't. What? I think. I think oddly, knowing the time would give you a weird sense of hope. <laughs>
2: there's a really awesome Actually, clip a clip of David Blaine when he's frozen himself in ice, and uh, he kind of he's hallucinating and um, he's asking how much. There's one guy in front of him telling him like. How long? And he saw a guy doing like this, and then like hours go by in his head, and then he sees him, and he asks him again, and he does this again. So There's like time completely stands still for him for, for yeah. such a long time. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm i not going to give you a watch.
0: No, I, I think that would oddly be like you just described it, it would be more torturous being able to look at it.
2: Yeah. 187, 980 pounds.
0: I mean, it is my it is my my only real fear.
2: I think you'd conquer it after all, after that month, though. Maybe.
0: I think, like it's sort you, of you know that the month
2: is going to come to an end at the beginning yeah. of this. You know, okay, we'll see you in twenty eight days. You're safe.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like lockdown in a weird way.
2: A little bit. With it's, nothing to do. <laughs> yeah you know, what you what you're doing now is training for this event.
0: I feel like it's quite a weird thing to be afraid of, but.
2: I understand it.
0: Yeah, I think I think a month would be. I think it would be too much, to be honest. Like it would be. I feel like it would be difficult to come out of it and actually be able to talk to people.
2: Let's say one hundred ninety thousand for three weeks.
0: I feel like I'm thinking about this way too much. and This is all hypothetical. <laughs> It doesn't matter. <laughs> I know, it feels real when you start thinking about it. It's strange. Yeah.
2: Uh also consider weeks. how much that how much money that is.
0: Yeah, like I mean a hundred and ninety thousand would be that would probably be enough to buy a house, I reckon? Nearly. Nearly, you know. I mean that would that would set me up pretty nicely for a while.
2: You wouldn't paint your walls right white, would you? <laughs>
0: I just come out and insane just painting everything <laughs> I mean I mentioned about about this fear in a song as well um, which I did with my other my other band um I mean just thinking about the first hour without a clock I mean I've said I don't want to watch or a clock or anything but even the first hour you wouldn't know it's been an hour you know? but you don't need to sleep so I mean eventually you must just not think about it
2: hard to say isn't it
0: three weeks 190,000 two and a half weeks or is that not enough feet <laughs> I'm just
2: thinking 20 days 190,000
0: 20 days so that's a day under three weeks <laughs> You're so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you were thinking about? So, how can I make yeah. it worse? The same. <laughs> okay, two and a half weeks. Um, for one hundred and
1: eighty-five
2: thousand. Two and a half weeks. 185,000.
0: How about one hundred and eighty-eight thousand?
2: Done. One eighty-eight. Perfect.
0: eighty-eight. I'm still thinking about it. I'm terrified now.
1: <laughs>
2: Let's hope that never has to happen.
0: No. I now mean, we'll be fairly rich after it.
2: <laughs> I mean, Piers Morgan wouldn't be there, neither would there be the tuba-playing man. So you get away from that. Uh, that's these. true.
0: Actually, it would be. It'd be oh, why didn't I pick a month? <laughs> <laughs>
2: send me back, please. Send me back. <laughs> all right yeah that's the end of the show that was the last question Tristan um so what I'm going to do is add up the total of price of your dignity and you can monologue to the audience tell them who you are what you're doing your bands your music your podcast everything that you can think of so take the mic
0: oh wonderful I should have written something down so I am Tristan I've released music under the name TS92 or TS92 as some people say it um I have a new album coming out in November which does actually have a name which is going to be called Put the Glue into the Gun, um, which is a mild departure from the last few albums sound-wise, so it should be interesting to share with everyone. Um, At the moment, I'm currently working on a podcast, a scripted sci-fi podcast called The Ninth World, which will be out in September. So hopefully not too long after you hear this podcast. I also have some other projects running with a friend, which is called Sunshock, which you can find on Spotify. I'm not sure what we're doing music-wise at the minute, but we have some ideas floating around. So there will be updates on our social media if anybody would like to follow us. I mean, I've never, I've never sold myself before. This is the first bit of advertising I've ever really done besides a Facebook post.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, getting there. I have the number in pounds. Um, I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to convert it into dollars. on, pound
0: me, Ainsley. (laughs) (laughs) How much is my dignity, man? (laughs) Come on, I need to know. (laughs) I'm actually surprised. Why, is it more than you thought it was? Yeah, it is. Yes.
2: (laughs) Okay, Tristan, are you ready to hear the price of your dignity today?
0: I am. I am ready for this.
2: So Tristan, today you have sold yourself. You have given your apartment to the likes of Piers Morgan. You have a tuba player following you around. You've been fiddling with shit and you've been fiddling with piss. (laughs) So the price of your dignity today, Tristan, is £323,337.75. And for our American listeners, that would be... $449,049.85 $449,049.85 How does that sound, Tristan? Does that sound like a lot of money or a little money?
0: That sounds like a fairly decent amount of money for playing with piss and poo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're coming to take me away. <laughs>
0: I, I still think... <laughs> I mean, that's what I feel like in the room with Piers Morgan and a tuba player in the in the house. <laughs> I, I would
2: watch that sitcom to death.
0: I feel like you've set me up in a really weird life. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's horsing around. Bump, bump, bump. Horsing around. <laughs> First we're lost and then we're found. And then we're do 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 <laughs> horsing around.
0: I need to get back on that show. <laughs> yeah. Very good. So much.
2: Perfect, Tristan. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, I've had a lot of fun. I hope that you've had a lot of fun too. And learned a lot about yourself
0: yes it was lovely to be here you weirdo
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know why i'll view all these weird scenarios but i hope your <laughs> listeners learn a lot about you oh you know the guy that makes the music like this yeah he would handle poop for this amount of money a lovely interesting fact please leave <laughs> anyway thanks for listening <laughs> thanks for listening everybody i've been ac blakey may this has been price tag pot and we'll see you next time goodbye
0: what was that thing we used to say about pigeons
2: We talked about pigeons. I don't remember.
0: You don't remember that? No. I don't remember it either. I just remember something about pigeons.
2: Luke Healy used to throw pigeons at me. I remember that. (laughs) Specifically me and specifically (laughs) pigeons. He could get them in his
0: hand and throw them at me. That's a very weird skill to have. (laughs) Yeah.